0: This is a message from the emergency alert system. This is not a test. The following message is issued by the request of United States government. Our planet is under attack by an unknown extraterrestrial force. All attempts to stop this attack have failed. Radiation levels have reached lethal limits. Seek immediate underground shelter if possible. Remain inside until you received other instructions from government officials.
1: This is not a test. Welcome to The Pattern is Full, a podcast exploring the unknown. We are your hosts, Dan and Dave. From past to future, we'll take you on a journey of discovery and surprise. Every episode, we'll uncover hidden patterns and extraordinary tales that will question what you know and challenge what you think you know. From ancient mysteries to cutting-edge science, get ready to explore the unknown. So join us as we dive deep into the depths of the metaphysical and unknown. Come along, and let's see what we can discover together. Welcome to the show. I'm Dan. I'm Dave. And... We are back for another exciting episode uh, of The Pattern is Full. That's right. <laughs> I, I wanted to throw something else in there, but I couldn't I couldn't yeah. think of what to say. I, uh, yeah, well, maybe we need a script a little bit,
0: but I don't know. I think it's all right.
1: Yeah. yeah so, once again, uh, The Pattern
0: is Full. Yep,
1: yeah, that's right. The Pattern is Full. I couldn't think of what to say because The Pattern was Full. Right. Um, so we missed a week, guys. Yeah. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, whoever's listening, uh, we missed a week. Uh, we had some—I don't know you. I want to say we had storms, but we really didn't have storms. We had wind. We had wind. Yeah. We all had. Um, here we had wind that was like almost eighty miles an hour. It was like seventy-nine. I thought was saw was the top speed, and it it wasn't wind for thirty minutes. It was wind for. What six hours?
0: Yeah, it just started and just six kept to seven hours
1: constantly. Yeah, of just straight blowing. I think they said the average wind speed was at all the time thirty between thirty and forty miles an hour. Is that yeah. what you understood, Dave?
0: Oh, I don't doubt it. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't, yeah. I didn't see that, but I, I would say, yeah, that's definitely the case. Um, and then of course so, we had a lot of damage, like right. trees down, power lines down. My internet was out you know, Right, all of right. that.
1: So we, uh, here in the Day in the Man household, uh, lost power pretty early on on Friday. Uh, we had actually left work uh, that day. Everybody left work because we were having the wind storms. And um, it was really weird because sometimes the wind was blowing like that and the sun was out. Yeah. I thought oh, yeah. that was super strange. Um, and I live back in the middle of the woods, literally. Yeah. Uh, and um, we we had, I think we lost power about one in the afternoon. And, and this was on March the 3rd, which was a Friday. Dave and I usually record every other Friday at six or seven o'clock at night. Ain't, ain't that about our normal yeah. pattern?
0: what we've been doing.
1: Oh. So, I had no power, no internet, no anything at that time. And I don't think you did either, did you? I had power. I just oh, didn't have internet. Power. So our, um, our power went out for
0: maybe 20 minutes and then it popped back on. Um, but Like I said, this is a weird house. It's got two two meters and one meter was torn down basically. But it only it only
1: served part of the house. So it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, it, it it was crazy. Um, Dave had quite a bit more damage to his house than I had. It. Uh, you 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 had a big old tree fall on your house, right? Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. huge. I really saw big. it. Uh, knocked down an outside staircase and. Yep. Some kind of little breezeway thing you got there. It Looks like it. Yeah, it took down some
0: fencing. The
1: the stairway outside
0: that the goes up to the back uh, the apartment upstairs. Uh, yeah. So the uh, hole in the roof.
1: <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. He had quite a bit of damage. So this week we've all been dealing with um, insurance adjusters coming out, people giving you quotes here. I didn't have any trees down, had a lot of limbs and, I think by the end of the windstorm, I had more shingles in my yard than I had on my roof. So, my roof now has tarps all over it, and, and yours does too, right? Yeah, tarps, and uh, so my power was out from Friday until I think it was about midday on Sunday. Um, but we were we were quite fortunate because we have a a, um, a travel trailer, a camper that has a solar package on it. So we we actually moved out to that. Um, then the next day, got to worry about food in the in the fridge and stuff. so I actually had a generator, but it's not a you know it's like a generator we use with the camper. It's not a generator that hooks into your house, but I fired it up outside and run some extension cords in, plugged up refrigerators and freezers. Of course, when that started, we were afraid to go out to the camper um, during the wind because sure. I mean, it was so bad. We were afraid to blow the camper over, so we just we were in the dark. So I guess that's enough explaining on why we didn't record last week. But that yeah. got us off a week.
0: Yeah, people probably bored with storms. Everybody's
1: in this in this
0: region anyway. Everybody's had yeah. some stuff going on. So
1: yeah, so um, uh, I don't know if we'll. You think we'll record again next week to try to get us back on schedule? We maybe we should. We'll just we'll, yeah.
0: Are you? We might have to do a remote location on it.
1: Well, yeah, that's we what I'm saying. Have, you know. We're gonna be um, we're gonna both be out of town at a training, uh, so we may uh, we may do a live in one of the, in one of our rooms. I'll, I'll pack up a mic and when I say alive, me and you together in the same room and it may be shorter. We may not do an hour long. Maybe we'll do 30 minutes or so next. Let's see the 14th. I guess that's Tuesday evening.
0: I'm going to have to zoom in for the uh, Lovecraft 30 minutes with HP Lovecraft podcast, because the guys from the Innsmouth book club will be interviewing us. Um, these are some really, really cool guys that we've gotten to know a little bit. They're from England, and they have a, this. They have a couple of different podcasts, but they um, they've been doing this for quite a while. They've got it down, I think. So, well,
1: that's cool. Yeah, so um, you'll you'll do that on Tuesday. I, I if you haven't checked out his other uh, date, the other podcast that David's involved with, you should. It's uh, thirty plus minutes with each. Lovecraft right uh, I for one knew very very little about HP Lovecraft and started listening to this and I'm more knowledgeable about him but not not like these guys these guys are like they're like professors of Lovecraft no, I'm,
0: I'm a pop culture lovecraft fan you know I like it uh, the comic books the TV shows the appearance on South Park now the, the real scholar is uh, mark He's all into actually reading. They've published all these volumes of Lovecraft's letters. He was evidently, um, he was writing letters constantly to all these people all across the country, like Robert E. Howard, who, who created Conan. um, um, Clark Ashton Smith, who was another famous sort of uh, weird fiction, weird tales author. So Mark has actually gone through and is reading all of these. He's like getting into the nitty gritty and the scholarship of, Finding out who he knew and how he knew them and all that. So, not that anybody needs to know that, but it's interesting. No, no, Martin knows no, a lot that, more than
1: me. One of the episodes I listened to, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, y'all were talking about all the letters that he wrote, right? I guess he wrote a lot of letters. Yeah, and I guess he he wasn't very. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't guess he had a lot of money. No, he because was. One pretty... of y'all made the comment that. <laughs> Well, he was probably broke because all the stamps he had to buy. And I thought that was right. hilarious.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it could have been. But I mean, actually, you know, until I don't know when he became like so impoverished that he was barely able to eat. But earlier on, you know, he actually traveled. He he went to Florida. He went out, out West. He traveled um, extensively, really, um, by train, I guess, at that
1: point and maybe bus. But, um, what years did he uh, live? Just so people kind of know, he was eighteen
0: ninety five to nineteen thirty five or thirty seven. I'd have to double check on that. So he was he was only in his mid forties, maybe close to fifty. I guess he died of stomach cancer. Um,
1: so and isn't uh, the Netflix series Stranger Things loosely based on some of his stuff? Um. There's some what you'd call
0: Lovecraftian elements for sure. But okay. I, yeah, okay. There's not... Uh, let me see what's actually... It's not it. a direct
1: story from... No, um, no, no, no. Gotcha. So. Well, um, I guess we'll get to our topic today now that we've talked about all of our heartache and storms that we've had. Right. Um, so we're going to start out with uh, our news story like we always do, but the, yep. the main topic of our uh, podcast today is going to be something called the soul phone. Right. And just a brief description of that is the, there are some scientists that say they have developed a way to communicate with the afterlife. They don't call them the dead. They call them post material or
0: post post material
1: material
0: presences or something like
1: that. Right. I, TNTs,
0: I, I think, is what it is.
1: Um, but we're gonna discuss that, and 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 I, and totally, that sounds like science fiction. But just wait till we get to it. I mean, it, it, it we, it's real scientists. Everybody involved in it has a PhD, and uh, I, I don't know. We'll leave it to you to decide uh, whether it's actually going to happen or not. Uh, but we'll get to that in a little bit. So we're going to talk about.
0: I'm kind of skeptical.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Imagine that. I imagine Dave's going to be skeptical. Dave's. Material
0: persons. PMB.
1: Material persons. Okay. I mean, I want to be referred to as that. Not, not now. No, not, not for yet. a long time. Not yet. But, uh, so anyway, um, I guess the big news thing, I had something else for our news article this week, but then after. Yesterday's NBC Nightly News broadcast uh, with Lester Holt. With Lester Holt, I changed my mind because it was totally awesome that he said there is a possible mothership. Is that right in yeah. our solar system? Did I say that right?
0: Yeah. Uh, we we should uh, insert a clip of that here so everybody can hear
1: it. Yeah, yeah. that's. Uh, I'm fixing to pull it up right now. That's what I was doing. That's why you heard all that music in our background. I'm going to play it real quick, and if it doesn't sound good, I'll edit it out and then put the actual clip in yeah. later. But that way, we're refreshed on what it says, too. Right. In
0: 60 seconds, the new on UFOs, the Pentagon's expert warning about a possible mothership coming close to Earth. Stay with Mitchell, it's 60 seconds. The-
1: well, that's not the whole report, but that's how the headline started, right? Yeah, right.
0: Um, I mean, that but, headline sure grabbed my attention. and Oh, I,
1: man, you sent it to me. i would not heard it since then, and then I've done nothing but research the crap out of it since then. Right. Uh, so it's really... It's kind of a misleading um, way to say it, don't you say? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the only thing I think not misleading about it is the Pentagon included this in their report. Right. So, you you, brief us on what it is since you found that.
0: Um, Okay. Let me find my... um, Oh, no, I closed my tab. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. So uh, it's Avi Loeb is a professor from Harvard. Um, and I think he's been consulted by NASA. He's um, he's given a lot of credence to the idea that the um, that rogue uh, asteroid or whatever it is that came through back uh, like 2017, 2018, Umau Mau, Umau mal, I don't know. i may maybe not saying that correctly. Uh, was possibly actually some sort of alien probe or um, even uh, like a mothership type thing in that it, it has released probes out into the solar system. And that's what uh, that's what we're seeing with all these uh, UAPs and UFOs.
1: Yeah, right. So it said that, ooh, mau, mau or whatever. I read the article that came orig- originally from, um, well, at least they've, that's who's posted it. Since the nightly news is the Military Times, I'd never right. heard of that. But the Military Times is an actual, like, legit news source. Yeah. Uh, so it was named Ummal because a what was it a um, telescope in Hawaii is actually what found that
0: originally. Yeah, think-
1: is that not correct?
0: I think so, and I think Umal Mao is Hawaiian for something like wanderer, maybe. And okay. It was, and they had decided it was it didn't originate in this solar system. It definitely came from somewhere out in interstellar well, you space. Froze. <clears throat>
1: you froze. for just seconds. So I'm not sure if it got you or not, but
0: yeah, we're um, good. yeah. No, well, like I said, it uh, just they it came from interstellar space, and Umal Mao means something like the wanderer. So
1: okay. And from when that, when that story came out, that was like like back in what, at 2017? Yeah, it was 20, October of 2017. It was the Pan-STARRS telescope in Hawaii detected the object moving at a speed that caused some scientists to suggest that it's originated, that it, God, I butchered that word, (laughs) that it came from outside our solar system. How about that? There you go. Yep. So it was moving faster, I think, than like it had seen any they had seen something move before. And it came really close to Earth. So yeah. in the new in the Military Times, they're saying that they think this is a scout ship and it it's in our solar system, system and it dropped out probes. Right. And the mothership is somewhere in this solar system. Oh, see now that part I, I I hadn't caught yes. that I thought they were still yes. talking about Umao Mao. No, no, no. That is just they think it was a scout ship from the mothership. So the mothership is somewhere still possibly. Now they every time they say the word mothership, they put possibly either in front of it or behind it. Right. But I think we've made some big strides here in 2023 to have somebody from the freaking Pentagon and not just someone, he's the director of the UAP investigations. Right. Like he's in charge of it all. And, um, you know, they kind of started out that article, like move over Chinese spy balloon. Cause we've yeah. got,
0: um, I messed up the Omao Omao thing. It's actually the term for scout. So that would make more sense, I guess. <clears throat>
1: that would make sense that it's a scout ship, right? Yeah, sure. That must have been what they were calling it. Um, straight out of the, straight out of the gate. Um, I just think it's crazy because back when I was a kid, and I'm sure when you were a kid, if you mentioned the word, if you thought a UFO was actually something from another. Planet or something other than just some whack job that had just shot a bottle rocket up in the air, then you were almost crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you know, I'm a big fan of. Uh, I'm a big, and I don't know that you can say it's a fan, but I really like the story that Travis Walton told. Told, and um. I, there were some inconsistencies in the movie Fire in the Sky. I really want to get him on this podcast. Um, but this makes me think, you know, right off some of the people that called him. Well, he's just crazy. He made that up. That's not what happened to him. Something else happened. They're covering it up. Who's to say, man? There, there, there are too many of these stories, I think, floating around for them all to just be made up. Betty Barney Hill. I mean, it's... It's class- well, it's,
0: um, I don't know if you remember, this is way back in the early 80s. Uh, Whitley Strieber, he was a science fiction horror writer and he wrote, a, he supposedly had a, an encounter and he wrote the novel Communion about that. Um, I'd have to look him up. I, it's been so long since I've even thought about that. I don't know if he's still with us or, you know, what he's, they actually made that into a movie with Christopher Walken playing uh, Whitley Strieber.
1: Oh really? And, yeah. and what? And what's the name of that movie? Because I'm it's gonna have to communion. Communion is the name of the movie, also. I, yeah, and I, I would, ha- I would
0: almost bet that it's on um, Tubi. I'll put a plug out there for Tubi. That's if you want to watch, find some scary movies or some crazy sci-fi, you can find it there, and it's all free. So.
1: Yeah, right. And um, you know, there was a movie I watched a long time ago that I thought. Uh, and I, I mean, you say what you want to say about Kevin Spacey now. I, I mean, he's had some bad press here lately. Yes, he
0: has,
1: but he was in a movie called Pax, yeah, K Pax. Uh, did, yeah. that. and it was such a crazy movie. And you know, they had him in like mental institutions in the movie. Right, they just thought he's a freaking nut. And then, I, I mean, they leave the. They leave the movie kind of open ended. You don't know. At the end of the day, at the end of the movie, you don't. It's it's your own call of, of how it ends. Sure. And I, I find that. Uh, I, I love that movie. I've watched it. I don't. i actually owned that movie, so I've watched it. I don't. I don't know how many times because I just thought it was. It was a it's a real movie. Amazing. Um, I mean, Kevin Spacey was a great actor, regardless of whatever his. Issues have been. I, I, I always liked his stuff. Yeah, that really weird character type thing going on. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I'm I'm gonna say on this story, this um, UFO uh, mothership in the solar system. They're they're just. Uh, it is what it is. They're trying to brace us for some big news, dude. They're easing yeah, us almost, in
0: big news. I can news. agree with that. I mean, I, it seems like they are building up, you know, they keep just sort of dribbling out this stuff.
1: I mean, shut down stuff. UFOs. Yeah. Okay. Chinese spy balloon. I, I'm not so sure now that that wasn't all fabricated just to say, well, let's shoot down a balloon first. And yeah. then the other shit we shoot down that we don't know what it is. We can just blame it on balloons after that. If we we'll see what the reaction is, and we can blame it on balloons. I'm not saying it's a balloon, but it's a balloon. You're That's right. right. <laughs> so what I find out really weird about the other UFOs that is shot down, well, it's in horrible terrain, and I'm me. I mean, I've never been to the Yukon. I don't know how bad the terrain is. I'm sure it's horrible, but to just say. We can't get to it, so we're going to call off the search.
0: Right uh, yeah, again. I mean, that, that's not that's not passing the smell test.
1: That's just not what's happening, man. And then there's been they've run Russian fighters off from those two areas up around Canada and Alaska a couple times. Obviously, they want to know it is. Supposedly, um, China shot something down, and what sea was that? The Black Sea or something? It was over. Um, um. Yeah. Well, the Black Sea is more Russia. I don't. Was okay. There, there's a, a body of water that the Chinese government su- supposedly shot something down, and everything you heard was, well, the Chinese said that just because they were just trying to say, oh, now there's something over here. Um,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, Russia started this all. If you think about it, they were the first people. It said they shot down a spherical UFO, and they were like, "I don't know, trying to recover it or something like that." I, I, um, I think the United States is the only people that has changed the term from UFO to um, AUP or whatever. I, and I, I don't know. I mean, just. Why? Why? I mean, UFO is... Unidentified aerial
0: phenomenon. I, which is I mean, the yeah.
1: same thing. It's the
0: same unidentified thing. Object. Unidentified flying object. It's, yeah. yeah. UFO just sounds better. UFO. UAP. I don't know. UFO is better. Yeah.
1: Um, so anyway, China shot something down. So, oh, I know where we were at right before I started. Stopped. Had to stop for a minute. Is everybody's saying that it was? Uh, um, oh, what is it? This um, Project Bluebeam. right? And I, I haven't researched Project Blue Beam enough, but I know uh, what I do know about it. Is they're saying Project Bluebeam is a uh, a government cons- not. It's not conspiracy. A government program designed to trick at least the American people into thinking that there is an alien invasion. Is that not what Hmm. you understand it to be? I'm not sure. Now I'm thinking maybe I don't know
0: what it is. Okay, (laughs) yeah,
1: that is... Uh, um, Project Bluebeam is... um, Uh, it's going to be using holograms to create a fake alien invasion. Um, I've heard about it forever.
0: I... Yeah, that's, that's uh, okay. It is like, um, it's almost like the watchman. I think we talked about that at one time where um, yeah. at the end of the Watchmen, they, they make it uh, seem like Dr. Manhattan is now the enemy of the whole world in the actual comic book, they, they dump this huge, I don't know, um, organism in the middle of New York city and it kills a bunch of people. And, um, they said, Oh, we're being invaded by aliens. And they do that to get the world to pull back from nuclear war. You know, everybody trying to fight each other and whatnot. Now they were trying to unite everybody and keep them, uh, instead of working at odds, we're working together. Um, so, yeah, but that's, it sounds like it's similar, you know? Right.
1: Um, I thought that was, I don't know. I, I was fine with it. If this had came out on the internet, I would have said, oh, well, you know, I mean, I would have literally read it and I would have been like, well, that's, um, that's pretty cool. Of course, you know me. I would have took it and run with it. Yeah. I would have been like, this is great. This is the greatest thing ever. Because we don't necessarily know that if there are aliens that they're gonna come and vaporize us. Um for all we Uh-oh. know, they could be like the uh miniseries I was talking to you about a few weeks ago.
0: Right. With the demon looking oh, no. aliens.
1: Uh-oh. What is that? Yeah, Childhood's End. Childhood's End. For all we know, they want to come and help us, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's just It's just, um, and I I don't want to always tie something back to a movie or something like that, because I just don't think, I mean, science fiction comes from somewhere. Sure. That's just my belief. I mean, hell, I watched Captain Picard when I was a kid use an iPad. That's true i got like three of them in this house right now. So. Yeah. And if we wanted to talk to each other and look at each other on those iPads in this house, no matter where we were, we could do that. Right. So, you know, now I was always a Riker fan if it comes to that. I mean, Riker's the man, but um, Picard's also the man. Uh, I don't know, man. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of AI stuff going on right now. We're going to have to do an AI episode soon. Uh, I know we're going to have to move on to the cell phone, but yeah. this is some good shit right here. That a, lot we're of, a lot of ins and outs. A lot of what have you. I personally have had at least two UFO experiences, and I think we'll tie those into a different episode. I don't want to talk about them today because they're pretty detailed. And, and it's not a Close Encounters of the Third Kind type thing. It's a first Close Encounters of the First Kind, maybe. What is, that's just seeing something in the sky. Sure. And Close Encounters of a, uh, an Encounter of the Second Kind is... I may have had one of those. Um, but if I did... between 10 and 12 years old, maybe. Um, so I'll have that info though, by the time um, we do this. Um, but I definitely saw some UFOs, uh, no alien contact. I just saw some stuff. They're really cool. And I've carried that stuff around. I, it's, uh, it's great. It's great. I can't wait to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But okay. anyway, Oh, go ahead.
0: they leave physical traces such as burns or broken trees or something like that. that's second kind
1: yeah eh. so I don't know. I'll have to I'll have to research it and see I, the, the one I had when I was a younger child, I'm not the i don't I don't think there really was any traces left behind, but um maybe so. Um, we'll, we'll just have to, I'll just have to re re, look into that and see, probably both of mine were a close encounter of the first kind. I just saw something that I couldn't explain. Gotcha. And, and, and then, you know, then there's one that I saw that I, I mean, it literally now I was, um, an adult and a police officer at the time. Um, so. I'm just saying it was really weird. I wasn't on duty at the time I saw that, but I, I actually even called it in saying somebody come out here and check this out. So, but we'll get to that another time. Uh, so what's your, what's your opinion on the, on the mothership? Tell me before we move on to our next, uh, to our main topic.
0: Um, I'm up in the air about it. I'd like to hear some more evidence. Um, hear some more thoughts of these so-called experts. Um, but yeah, I think it's interest. It's intriguing because maybe they do know something that they're not sharing. I mean, why go to the trouble of saying mothership or getting fr- what freaking Lester Holt on the NBC News to actually read out that there was a mothership? Although the the actual story was not really anything new. It was just kind of a repeat of what they'd been talking about.
1: So I disagree. It was new, and although it was. Older information. What made it new was the Pentagon admitted it. Gotcha. So that, to me, is taken. That means they have done enough investigation and looking into this that somebody from the Pentagon said, well, "Damn, we better tell them because it's shits gonna hit the fan." Yeah, <laughs> we gotta tell them something. Could be. Um, and you know, and, and they even put in there. In that article, uh, look it up. We'll put it. I, I, we always say show notes, and I tell you what, I was putting everything on our social media. I'll continue to do that, but we're also good. We have a, our, a website now that is just um, the pattern is full Go to there, there's going to be a show notes section on there, it'll have links. Uh, if we talk about any uh, photos or anything like that, that'll be on there. We'll post that article about the mothership, Um, and we'll post some of the other stuff on there. Um, Now, what what was I getting ready to say? Do you remember?
0: Um, <laughs> no. What happens
1: to me? What happens to me? I, I mean, I don't, I don't know why. Early signs of dementia. Train
0: derail. The the train is derailing.
1: Yeah, I mean, oh, I know what I was going to say. They've even went so far to put into this article that the James Webb Telescope could have missed this because it's not looking for something like that. Yeah, that's true. It's it's looking far away. And this is, you know, what I'm saying. So they're saying, oh, yeah, well, the James Webb. I mean, why would you even put that information in there? but I've saw some stuff also with the James Webb telescope, seeing things. And remember last, the uh, last time we recorded, we talked about, uh, JK ultra, um, speaking with the, um, MK, MK ultra, <laughs> JK ultra is the actual, uh, program. That's a beer, right? JK ultra. No, it's actually a CIA program that we're, okay. we're going to have a show about at some point. Um, MK Ultra. No, JK Ultra is the username. MK Ultra is the real one. Her username is JK Ultra. She okay. spoke to someone at that conference that said we're gonna get a big reveal in spring of 2023. Okay. Um, you remember us I sent you that interview? Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. So I think it's I think it's time, man. All right. Soul phone. Soul phone. Let's talk about the soul phone. So, to me, the soul phone caught my attention and sh- just shook me around like a rag doll and said, Listen to me. Smacked me in the face a few times. Um, hey, so let's tell you what it is um, the soul phone. Is supposedly basically it's partially been already created. Uh, The leading scientist behind it is Dr. Gary E. Swartz. He's the Ph.D. and the director of laboratory and advanced of the laboratory of advanced. Advances in Consciousness, good Lord, I'll say it right sometime, Uh, at the University of Arizona. He, um, supposedly him and his team have made contact with post-material persons, which is another word for somebody dead. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> dead people. He sees dead people. Um, so, their whole reality is to bring this soul phone to everyone at some point. It's not a phone yet. It's a Switch right now, from what yeah. I understand. And this Switch is uh, some software and um, they just say, hey, well, you know, yada 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 who are you and they ask it questions and it can do like I, I think i've seen them do this with someone that's in like some type of a coma they can click a yes or a no right, right. can you hear me and they click yes or can you you know did you have a dog named snoopy when you were 11 yes or no right. they ask it questions um they say they have 100% proof that they have discovered life after death and they have already made communication with them and now they're working out a way for us to communicate with them. Gotcha. Correct? Yes. Um. So the first thing I'll say about it before we even get into it, whether you're religious or non-religious or a complete atheist, I don't care if you're the most religious person in the world, to actually, and I know I'm going to get ridiculed for saying this, but to actually have some type of scientific proof that there actually is something on the other side. And I know Super, super religious people might say, well, no, I have absolute proof. Sure. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not discrediting that. I'm just saying if there is something out there and it doesn't matter what you believe in, whether you're a Buddhist, Hindu, uh, an atheist, and you, and you end up with a device that you could talk to someone you know that passed away, that's got to change your opinion of everything. Do you not think? Uh,
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It would definitely turn everything upside down, but you know, they wasn't this discovery made in like 2011, 2012. So it's, it's been there for a while.
1: Oh, is it that far back?
0: It, it, It seems like I read that it was, it goes back at least maybe to 2012. So
1: they've been working on that for a while. Right. I, but I don't think the actual Soul Switch, which is what they say they've got developed at this point. Gotcha. I don't think it was like until like 2019, maybe. Okay. And I may be wrong on that. Shit. <laughs> it's a doctor. Yeah. All right. Over there. Going I, have,
0: I, I hit the the
1: button on my chair and it just dropped. So. Um, but Dr. Schwartz, I guess, is the. Uh, Lead research person. Um, let's just let's just say you know what it is. They're gonna uh, they're attempting to build something to communicate with people. Right now, it's at its most basic level, and it's uh, it's a series of software. And the way I understand it is they um, communicate with uh, like. Energy. Uh, I would think of it like if, if you watch any of those ghost hunter shows or something. Maybe it's like um, like those T, TPK meters, TKP meters, whatever they're called. That yeah. you know they'll tell something. Hey, if you're there, make the flashlight come on or make the meter go high. So it's like electromagnetical switch uh energy that makes it do this is that how you say that i don't know emp yeah emp what i mean yeah like when you record and you can't hear it but you go back and listen and you can hear it it's like sure. stuff like that so they say they have this switch that's developed now and that they can contact people it's very complicated i'm i'm really just skimming the surface of it but they can get people that they know who they are to communicate back with them, answer questions. And it's 90% accurate. Mm -hmm. So here's what they want to do. They got a soul switch right now. According to their website, which is the soul. It's not the word. The is not in front of it. It's just, Yeah, it is TheSoulPhoneFoundation.org. dot org. Yeah, Uh, and it's a very kind of almost a I don't know. It's like a very standard looking website, like almost like a. And there you go. You know, you you were talking about the research on it. The website was not even put online. Uh, It wasn't copyrighted until twenty seventeen. Um, But now I think it used to just be the soul and they've added the foundation because um, they're, they're trying to get money donated to them. Sure. But the soul switch is what they got developed right now. They say that they will be doing demonstrations of this soul switch in early 2023. And those are mainly going to be at events, but events you will be able to Zoom or Skype into and watch if you want to. Um, the next thing they want to develop is the soul keyboard, which would allow you to text basically someone on the other side. Uh, then the soul voice, which would be. Uh, Phone and the way everything I've read on it it's not going to be like you're going to pick up your smartphone put a soul app on it and call you know Albert Einstein and have a conversation with him it's going to be like you're going to kind of go back to old school there's going to be soul phone booths and you'll sign up and pay for that service and yada 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 you know you'll you'll get like uh, they say the biggest downfall of it right now is to Establish the communication is taking about 25 minutes and they want to shorten that time. And then the final phase of the project will be the sole video, which will end up allowing you to do something similar to FaceTime or Zoom um, with someone that is a post material person. What do you think?
0: Ooh, some big claims. Um, it's, it's, I mean, it sounds awful. I'm awful. awesome if it's true, that's <laughs> for sure. Um, I'd like to see something, you know, some video of this taking place. Or, um, you know, I've looked over their um, website. I don't think they actually have anything like that,
1: do they? No, all their videos seem to be just the like the CEO or Dr. Schwartz talking. Explaining the technology. And they, that's the other thing, they don't really explain the technology. They just are saying that it's there. Where I find it hard to believe that there's not something to it is that um, the University of Arizona is like letting them use their platform to say, hey, we're working on something. Yeah. You know, I mean, I remember Peter Vankman and uh, <laughs> Ray Stantz and um, Egon Spangler getting fired from the university because they weren't showing results. Right. I don't remember what university that was. Uh, New York, somewhere in New York, wasn't it? Uh, right. But um, I don't know, man. Um, well- I have questions.
0: I mean, they uh, I, on their website they say that they've had um, uh, articles and studies that they've had peer reviewed and that they've published these articles in noted scientific journals. Um, however, the the journal that they published it in is called um, Explore, and I found this quote about it. it actually, uh, it came from. Oh shoot. I didn't. Yeah, from Wikipedia. I know that's, you know, not perfectly reliable, but it says Explore has been heavily criticized both for the content it publishes and the beliefs of its editorial team. Its self-description and author information explicitly includes pseudoscientific topics well outside the mainstream. Critics have noticed this willingness to publish work in areas lacking a scientific basis. Um, doesn't limit itself to just one quackery the way that the journal homeopathy does. It's a publisher of truly ridiculous studies and as a sham masquerading as a real scientific journal. Um, so, I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty rough language to say something, but now what, what, if you want to find explore, you're going to have to go through a website called science direct, which is sort of a clearinghouse for journals, scientific journals. So it's looking, it looks perfectly legit. I mean, it's it's one that's being pulled in to this respected and, you know, um, well-trusted uh, aggregation service. So it's in there. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, somebody's doing something. I'm just wondering how their their peer reviewed stuff is actually being peer reviewed and who's the, who those peers are.
1: I saw that the one thing. Uh, they were waiting on to finish out their research the actual soul foundation was for another university or laboratory to replicate their results. Right. And I guess that's part of the scientific process. Yeah. Uh, The, the results have been duplicated, but they've only been duplicated by people inside this organization. Right. Um, I found this on their website and it says, According to the Soul Phone Foundation, the device uses a range of technologies to detect and amplify sub subtle energy signals.
0: How oh, you say that?
1: Subtle, S-U-B-T-L-E. Yeah, subtle, subtle. Yeah. energy signals that are believed to be emitted by consciousness. These signals are then analyzed and decoded by advanced software logarithms, to exact meaning and context of the data. The device also uses an array of sensors and transducers that can affect physical phenomenon, such as temperature change, electromagnetic fields, sound waves, the physical phenomenon, and believed to be associated with non-physical phenomenon. Such spiritual entities and can be used to provide additional information about the communication. So my biggest hang up on this. Alright, so first of all, if you can, if you can contact them, it doesn't. And anybody can use this thing. It does, it's not gonna matter what your religious right. stance is. Right.
0: Um,
1: scientifically, you either you've either went into another universe, you've went into another dimension or you're, uh, yeah, I read something on here that said, Hey, sometimes they can, uh, you could communicate with somebody and they can communicate with up to a hundred people at one time and have different responses to all of those people or entities that they're communicating with on this on the spiritual side, let's just call it. On the post material person side. Um I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean my thoughts are I hope it's true. I hope it's real. Uh not only to the fact that there's People that I would want to talk to on the other side, but on the fact that it just adds a hundred percent, guaranteed that you're not just turning into dust when you die, know. and 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 I'm being—that's t- not my necessarily my belief. It's not necessarily not my belief. It's I'm trying to stay neutral here. And look at all angles. Does that make sense? Sure, yeah. I mean, you know... Right in the middle.
0: Obviously, if this works and it's real, I mean, it'd definitely be a huge comfort to, you know, all sorts of people. Um, And it would be something... Oh,
1: well, you know, at least I've got that going for me, you know. Right. Um, And, you know, you can even look at their... uh, On their website, and uh, there is an actual under research there's an actual link that's called the skeptics corner and man it I mean it's got a lot of stuff that's 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 hey they're they're busting them up you know what i'm saying right. um so i feel that whether they have something or not i actually feel like they really think they have something right and they say, you know, they're doing, they're, they're now, I mean, their website does say, hey, get involved, you know, you don't do a charitable contribution. We need, we need money to get this thing rolling. Because just because they're affiliated with the University of Arizona does not mean that the University of Arizona is funding them. Sure. So they, they say they need $2 million to develop. Their next device, two million dollars in today's world is a is a drop in pennies. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. it's pennies, dude. Somebody that's got some money, give these guys two million dollars and let them run with it, man. Yeah, yeah. Let them see what they can find. Let's just see.
0: But you know, they might run off to Cabo San Lucas. You know,
1: (laughs) a whole bunch of them. If they do, yeah, you're right. They do have a media uh, page on their website. Again, it's the soul foundation.org. We'll put it in our show notes on our website, which is the pattern is full podcast.com. Um, they, I don't know, they, 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 you know, even on their website, they have a letter from the president in March of 2022. John Paul Rosnick, I guess that's how you say Rockzenick. Sorry if I said your name wrong, Mr. President of the University of Arizona. They've even got a letter from him to the CEO, which is a Mister Pitstock, Pit Pitstick, Pitstick, saying, <laughs> "I know, right? <laughs> hey, man, I'm country enough." Four dollar biscuit. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it just happens sometimes. Uh, basically, telling them your your research is groundbreaking on the soul phone. Sure. From the president of a university. So I'm one that don't think this is a bunch of horse shit. I guess I don't. I don't. You know what I'm saying. I just
0: have to see more, you know, um, uh, I'll need to see more. Um, I'm yeah. going to be, I'm going to once again, remain the skeptic on this one. Although the, the, the idea is intriguing. It's really, uh, it's interesting. Um, you know, who knows with the development of quantum computers and, um, all those new technologies they have to go along with those that they can't break through some barrier and speak to not necessarily dead people, but people from somewhere
1: else for sure right uh which again goes to you, you don't know what happens to the energy in your body yeah. obviously we everybody knows that energy can't be destroyed right so something happens to the energy in your body i mean we got freaking electrical crap going on in our heart all the time and in our brains something's got to happen to it when you die right i mean yeah it dissipates but does it just like go into something else, into another consciousness. Is everybody one, are we the Borg? Is everybody going to the same consciousness? I mean, who knows? Um, they do. This is the only part of it. Um, and I have seen so many, uh, I've seen so many psychics get exposed for fraud, mediums, psychics, whatever, but I've also seen some that I'm like, wow, now I personally have never been to a psychic, I've never been to a medium, I've never done anything like that, I'll tell you a cool TikToker to watch, Um, I don't know his actual name, but it's called uh, Seatbelt Medium. He's like an Uber driver, but he's a medium, hmm. and it's random people getting their getting his car, and once they get in there, he's like, uh, "Hey, do you believe in mediums?" Some are like, "Yeah," some are like, "No," some are like, "I don't know, I'm on the fence," and he starts telling them crap about their life, about somebody that passed away, really crazy, really crazy. But this, the the Farm Foundation actually has a group of what they call educational mediums that um, that are, are part of their organization. They, they, they help them with, um, they have a group of educational advisors, and then they have a group of evidential medium advisors. Uh, and it's eight of them. His name is Mark Anthony. Is Mark Anthony an actual? Is this like the actual singer? Yeah. I don't I'm surely not. I'm gonna look and see what the singer looks like, because they've got his picture on their thing. Let's see, on their website. No, I don't look nothing like him, I don't think. <laughs> don't know. I don't know, it kinda does. Maybe it is the Mark Anthony dude. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Look at Mark Anthony on there. Uh you know how to get to it? Which one? Uh go to the, the the Soul Phone Foundation and then go to uh go to research. It's one of the tabs at the top. Mm-hmm. And then go down to. Uh, oh no, that's wrong. Go to home. Just go to the home page, and scroll down. That's all you got to do. Scroll on a home page and go down to evidential medium advisors, and there's a Mark Anthony over there. He's the very far one, top row, on the right. Mm. It looks like in a little bit, doesn't
0: it? I don't know. Mark Anthony, the psychic lawyer, is the author of the award-winning, critically acclaimed bestseller, Never Letting Go. No, I don't think this is the Mark Anthony. It's probably not the Mark it Anthony. It's Mark Anthony, yeah.
1: <laughs> all, all, all I'm saying is the people that involved in this have great credentials. Sure. All of them Okay. I mean, but I mean, we've got a senator that's got... New York has a senator that has great credentials that that turn out not to be that great nowadays.
0: You know, the best you can make up. All
1: right. My problem with the whole thing, I hope it's true. I hope I see it in the next... I hope... Because if they do these demonstrations, you better believe I'm packing my shit and going to one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be there, man. I'm going to see it work. Um, here's my thing. Who do you know that you're actually talking to? Right. Like, you can't see this person. you just ask them some questions. So let's take the advice of angels and demons. Let's just say you're, you either go to heaven or hell, right? If you go that route, you're in heaven or you're in hell, and you want to talk to—I don't know—Thomas uh, Edison, okay? Right. And you—you you, you decide that's who you want to talk to. Which they say Thomas Edison and um, Albert Einstein have helped them with this. They've talked to them in the afterlife and they've helped them with this. I know that's that's that. It's a little. Dude, I think it's a mothership in our solar system. So don't, don't. I'm, 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 you got to have an open mind because there's a, there's a mothership in our solar system right now. So you got to keep an open mind. Sure. So here's what gets me. If I, I'm not going to say Albert Einstein. I'm going to say Charles Manson. He's dead, right? He is dead. Okay. I'm Charles Manson. I'm in the afterlife, right? And I'm wanting to talk to my aunt Martha. I didn't have one, but I'm just—I wanted to talk to my aunt Martha that passed away. So I start asking Aunt Martha, "Well, if you're in a collective, you know everything that Aunt Aunt Martha knows, right? How do I know? I mean, it ain't like she's got a damn telephone number, and I know I'm calling <laughs> her up. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Right, you
0: gotta have your cell phone number. That's probably <laughs> one of the things i will be doing is they'll sell you your own cell phone number. So that when you die, they can call you. Oh, you know, AT&T <laughs>
1: will be behind that,
0: right? a monopoly on that shit. <laughs> Next, it'll be telemarketers calling you in the afterlife. So yeah. <laughs> talk to you about your car insurance.
1: That's right. Hey, uh, what about your sole car? Right. Do you need a warranty? <laughs> <laughs> Notice your warranty is about to expire. You've expired, oh. but not your car warranty. How about that? <laughs> there you go. That's that's great. Uh But my whole thing is on that. There's got to be some way for me to prove that I know who I'm talking to. Sure. And I I think when they say, well, you can just ask it a question that only that person would know. But maybe Charles Manson knows that because (laughs) there's one consciousness now and you're just part of it. And you know what everybody else in that dimension. Or. Realm knows. I, I don't know, man. It gets deep, don't it? You could say that. Something yeah, I mean, deep. <laughs> I know you're not the biggest believer of it. Um, when you see me walking around with my soul <laughs> phone and I'm talking, dude, and you're like, who you talking to? I'm my dead, Uncle Phil. Yeah, yeah. But if they've got to know shit that we need to know, man, like lottery ticket numbers and the other side of that is, wonder if they get the ability to call us. Sure. And then some dude that you beat up in high school or, you know, stole their food or something at lunch and they passed away decides, I'm going to aggravate the shit out of this dude. Well. Mm-hmm. And they just keep calling you. I mean, hopefully there'll be like a robocall or something. You can block them. I don't know, man. Yeah, uh, it's, know. It's, it's it's definitely a um, weird concept. It's a weird concept. I hope it's real. Y'all do your own research. We want to hear what you think about it. Because I think we've been blabbing probably a long time tonight,
0: right? Uh, about an hour. Close to an hour. A little bit over an hour. Yeah. So, um,
1: you guys, whatever you think on this, um, All right, wrap it up. Personal opinion on the soul phone, David. And I mean, let it go. Let me know what you really think about it.
0: Okay, let me just sum it up with two words or one compound word.
1: Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave, don't believe it. I think they've got something. I, I maybe that's just me being the everything I hear that is. I don't know. I'm freaking Fox Mulder, basically. I'm if it, the truth if is it, out there, man. If it can be out there, and there's a possibility, I want to believe. Okay. Right, like that is my. Once I'm gone from once I retire from the job that I'm doing now, I'm going to make business cards and it's just (laughs) going to have my name on it and say, I want to believe. Right. I I don't know what else. I don't know how else to put it. Um, I do want to believe and I don't think, man, they just put a lot of effort into a website and there's a lot of people with a lot of credentials more credentials than I've got. Right. Same here. Uh, that just seemed, and you know, the thing is, none of these people say that it's like a religious, spiritual thing. They're trying to keep it clinical and scientific. Sure. Although there are, there is a part of them that says that, um, that's just, I don't know. It goes back to a medium. Um, and I think a lot of my, my wife, for instance, she's told me, if you ever want to get me a great gift, get me a gift to see a real medium. And she means like one of these, not somebody sitting in a tent sure. that I think it's, it's like $25, thing. you know, $25 and I'm in the back of the Mexican restaurant downtown. <laughs> like a real person that that says they do that she is all into it me i'm a little I'm a little scared of that i don't know that i would want to do that but if i had a cell phone i'd you know i'd see who i could call i guess right. well, sure i mean this place even has a board man like a board of advisors like a i don't know um this, uh, the CEO or head guy of it has a play, has his own website. It's called dot com. Mm. Um, that's the Mark Pitstick, which is weird. He's wrote some books, um, greater reality living, um, The eleven questions, everything you ever wanted to know about life, death, and the afterlife. Radiant wellness. I mean, he's wrote several books, published. Uh, you can find these guys same on. They have a YouTube channel. Um, it's the cell phone, is their YouTube channel. It's just a bunch of old good dudes talking. So you got to really, you know. Get into here's what bothers me, and then then I'm gonna wrap it up after this. And you know my opinion on it. I'm sold. All right, sold and sold on the cell phone. Um, wonder if it became real and became affordable enough for everyone that someone who is having a tough time in this reality decided, well, I don't need to be here anymore. I know I'm going to live where if I'm not in this reality and they decided to uh, no longer exist in our current reality, You see what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. There could be an increase in that uh, because people would think, I mean, um, hey, we can uh, – maybe life is better. I
0: mean, There's a Netflix movie that's got um, – oh, the guy from uh, How I Met Your Mother that played um, the goofy one, the big goofy one. What's his name?
1: Marshall? Yeah.
0: There's a movie with him that's very similar to this. He, they discover a way to see the afterlife. Um, I don't remember what it's called, but uh, it, it might be interesting to take a look at.
1: Huh. That, his name is because he's in a lot of great movies. I, like, he's like one of my favorite actors. Um, God, his, his real name. Uh, Jason Segel. Uh, yeah, that's it the name of that movie and it's about what um,
0: um, they just they have a mechanism or a, um, they discover some kind of a device that can let them see into the afterlife but it's it turns out there's some there's some real limitations to it so um, it's there's a downside
1: the discovery that's it that's all right. yep i have check that out. So anyway, there we are. I guess we're done, right? <laughs> I mean, what do you think? I mean, what what else you? Oh, I'm, I'm I'm with you. I mean, we'll
0: we'll hopefully get more evidence or proof one way or another sooner or later. But hopefully- yeah, and you
1: know, I'm gonna follow this because, dude, I'm in if they make it. Yeah. I think the, the the biggest thing I saw is. They said once the sole keyboard comes out, you know, it's not like you're going to be able to pick up your phone and use it. You'll have to go to a a location and you can just only imagine what a location would be like that. Sure. um, Straight out of the gate because you're going to have people lined up for miles to get in there to talk to somebody. Right. um, They said that through their development, you'll be able to get one into your home at first around four thousand dollars. Um I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's a lot of money or not, but I mean it is, but it depends on it just depends on what you what your thought is, what you what you want to put that money into. Right. Um so on the end of it, I'd say I believe in the cell phone, David's very Questionable, and um, I'd say thanks everybody for tuning in.
0: Right. Uh,
1: You don't have to listen to every episode, but I'm glad you listened to this one.
0: Uh, (laughs) Just make sure to, you know, do those, um, leave us some comments, like us on uh, iTunes, or find us in your favorite podcast app and give us a rating.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find us. It's like, hey, five stars, whether you like us or hate us right now, we need the five stars to get our podcast a little more popular. Yeah. I, uh, I do want to give a shout-out, and I've got a short list here. I'm just going to read the new states that we got. Oklahoma, Colorado, Minnesota was new. Um, and then I've got... Ireland's been hanging on to us like a hair and a biscuit, and I'm glad that there's somebody over there that likes us. Keep on liking. Um, But then we got a – it's only one download, but I'm going to give it a holler because it's from a place called the Owl of Man. Right. And that may be one of your guys that was on your Lovecraft uh, podcast, but –
0: I guess it listen. could have been.
1: I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I don't they sound know. like they were for England. They were definitely there, for England. Yeah. yeah. But whoever that was, thank you. Stick with us. Uh, we'll give you a shout-out. Uh, you know, if you send us a message, if you give us a review, you give us a review, whatever, we will give you a shout-out on the podcast. Right? right? Absolutely. We'll give you a, we'll a shout-out on the podcast. So, shoot us. Give us a review. We really want a five-star and and a great review, but... If we're not that good, then you don't have to. We'll take <laughs> constructive criticism, and and, um, and we'll say thank you either way. Right. At least I think so. So, um, um you got anything else, man? No, I think that about covers it. Yep. Soul, soul phones and motherships. Right. I mean, dude, 2023 is starting to shape up to be a freaking awesome Year to us, uh, UFO conspiracy theory dimensional people, I think.
0: <laughs>
1: All right, well, um, I guess that's it, and um, adios, see you later. Thanks for listening to The Pattern is Full, where we explore the unknown and mysterious phenomenon of our world. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and your mind has been opened to the hidden patterns in this universe. Be sure to tune in next time as we dive deeper into the unknown. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Your support helps us continue to uncover the mysteries of our world. Until next time, keep an open mind and keep searching for the patterns in our world. The Pattern is Full is signing off.